Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Safe Space. Um, I, I love that everybody's joining us each week, and especially now we're getting more people and new people. So um, let's do a quick check-in and let's see how everybody's doing. How's everybody coming back to school? I know you guys just started virtual. So like, let's get into it. So anybody have anything you want to talk about? Anything new? Anything you've guys seen in the news? Anything relevant in school? Like, let's open table. For me, this week has been like really busy with like all the school works, trying to like, so like, try to like getting everything ready for like National Honor Society and like and everything. So it's been a busy week and everything. Oh yeah, congratulations! You got into National Honor Society. I didn't get into it. I have to like have to make my like all of the information so that I could accept it. So. Well, we'll give you a golf clap. Everyone, golf clap. Yeah. Golf clap. um so but that's how is it though for you guys because i know some of you guys are going in oh but no everybody in this room though is completely virtual right mm -hmm. yeah so but how is it for you guys though some of your classmates are in person so how's this hybrid going that's weird i i went in person like once how is it for, okay so let's get the, the 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 contrast so how is it so like you're um for for once it's like you got it's like good but like um it is nice to see the teachers and all the friends that um we had and to go back to school right but on then like they're also the teachers are also like um they're they're do the zoom class meeting while um like the like the google meeting yeah while we're in the class when he could just teach us like there so he's like teaching your your teacher teaching into a computer essentially yeah so it, it doesn't matter if i'm home or not so it's the same thing. So yeah, so it's yeah. like, why am I even bothering? Mm -hmm. So what about for you guys? So like, all right, so how is it for you guys being home and not? It's a weird process because for some classes, like for me personally, like the teacher will like step out, go to the student and then he will like continue on with the topic while like not being in camera everything, he just leave out. And go i don't even know where he goes like he just goes to like a i don't know if he goes to like a board or something to to like explain to the students that are like in person and everything but uh -huh. he just goes out somewhere just continue talking about the topic is like it's weird to like have that type of experience and everything so what do you guys think about because the governor is saying that next year you guys are going to go fully fully in person what do you guys think about that like there's no reason for you guys to go remote well i mean i think it's a good thing um because cases covid cases actually dropped down dramatically like yeah over like the past year and a couple months like yeah so i feel like is like the good thing to actually end up going back to school but i know like a whole bunch of like other countries like india like yeah. it's seen on the news they're all the time yeah 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 their covid cases are through the roof right now and you know it's understandable because I overpopulated there. So yeah, no. Uh I think it's actually good that we're going back. It oh. will help a lot of people's mentality. Like, yeah, you know, everybody will feel better mentally. I think uh things are opening back up. So yeah. Okay. All right. It's COVID cases didn't drop. People just stopped reporting them, especially in Florida. And I think that starting school, it probably will be a little bit better. But again, those vaccinations, I'm not sure because not everyone will take them. And I'm not sure if they're going to force us to take those vac vaccinations so we can go into school okay. or not. So I'm kind of, I'm hopeful, but it's like a 50-50 situation for me. Yeah, I mean, remember, there's no right or wrong answer to this, right? It's a matter of opinion. So <laughs> I got you both looking at each other like, oh, I'm right. No, you're wrong. I'm right. But there's no, I mean, it's a matter of feeling, right? Like, there's no right or wrong answer to, you know, how you guys feel. How, Zoom people, how do you guys feel about um, possibly like this completely going back into person? I think with going back to person, it's kind of tricky because you have to take into consideration how people feel on like um, parents may feel about it because that's really the main determining factor, especially since most of us are minors. So you can't really force people into going back, you know, and like the switch, the mental switch of going 
from online learning to in-person learning is going to be like really strong. Like I know, especially for like me. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Now, do you guys feel like, because really who they're asking, they're asking the parents, yeah. they're asking you guys. Do you guys feel like they should be asking you guys? I thought that we should at least get a say in the matter because we're the ones actually going to school. I mean, not your parents. I mean, your parents could like end up hating you like this whole entire time. It's like, hey, yeah, um, even though like COVID is like increasing, uh, yeah, let's send our child to school, yeah? Sure. Yeah, and like the thing is like before, like even with like, giving us the decision to stay home or be virtual we had to get our parents email in order to do that which i find unfair because right for me like for me personally like in the family i live my mom's barely home and okay. i don't live with my father so it's like i have to go to my father's house just to tell him i want to stay home get the email to him right and everything and plus he's not going to be the one writing the email i am because he really he's not really good that good with english so it's going to be me writing the email anyway so right it's really no point of like making it my father's choice to do it when it's my education and everything so yeah i also agree with marcus because i still feel like they should still have an option to be virtual for certain people because my mom's an emt like when okay. school opened she stopped working but like beforehand like when we got the option to she told me no because no she's an emt and then at some point, like last year, she was specializing with COVID patients. So if she still has to, you know, work with COVID patients, me being in school is a big risk as it is right. already. Right. Yeah. And a lot, of, I know a lot of you guys, you guys have elderly that live with you, you know, and you guys are, or exposed to those who um, have immune, uh, immune compromised system that helps. So that's rough too. So, I mean, this is, like I said, there's no right or wrong answer to this. This is a matter of opinion. And, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, your opinion's wrong. But, you know, it's just, I wanted to feel the water on this. Um, so let's go into today's topic. So as you guys, well, you guys might not know. So May is mental health awareness. And I believe pregnancy. I might be lying, something to do with pregnancy. No one quote me on that, but I know it's mental health awareness month. So um, we are gonna talk about mental health awareness and about mental illness. And this is just, you know, the beginning of the month of it and the episode. And we're gonna talk about getting more comfortable about talking about the topic and maybe give some background. It was maternal mental health. Maternal mental health, thank you. And we're going to talk about stigma that surrounds it and what we can do about changing the attitudes and, and maybe ultimately about how we can change people's lives. So mental health is essential to everyone's uh, overall health being and, and it's common and it's treatable. One in five people will experience a mental health illness during their lifetime. Everybody faces everyday challenges in life that it, it that can impact their mental health. And especially during the COVID-19 pandemic, it's been having profound impacts on mental health of people of all ages. Now more than ever, it's been critical to reduce stigma about mental health struggles that commonly prevents individuals from seeking help. This past year, it's presented so many different challenges and obstacles that tested our strength and our resiliency. I should probably write words that I can say. Um, and the global pandemic forced us to cope with situations that we've never imagined. And a lot of us struggled with our mental health as a result. Think about you guys. You guys have been in uh, quarantine for so long. And then they're like, hey, we're going to put you back with people. And you guys are like, what, what do people look like? And But now more than ever, we need to combat that, men, that stigma surrounding mental health concerns. And throughout this, many people who have never experienced mental health challenges have found themselves struggling for the first time. And the past year has forced us to accept tough situations that had little, that we've had little to no uh, control over, you know? Out of nowhere, this whole country's had to force ourselves to be in quarantine. Over half a million individuals that took an anxiety screening at the maascreening.org, 70% have showed symptoms of moderate to severe anxiety. So I threw a lot of information. I just talked a lot. Um, so let's talk about mental health. What is mental health? What is illness? 
mental health illness, you know? What do you think, how, how has the pandemic affected youth? Affected you guys? Has affected being in quarantine? I think, I think it affected me because like a lot of people like they were like, um maybe um like walking and doing all this stuff and then like some people just like, just like um they stopped doing all this stuff like and they start eating more because they're at home all day doing nothing. Yeah. And then so like this this could also um um increase their mental health illness because then people. People nowadays reject um people that are overweight or like stuff like that. So then yep. so then that just makes it worse for um people that, that were like maybe in shape before quarantine and then just out of shape. Yeah, like they call it like the quarantine 15, you know, instead of the freshman 15. Um I know I say you, you were gonna say something. I oh, know Amanda was Amanda. I'm I saw a hand on the my board roll. Also self-care as well because you're not going anywhere. So then you just see the point of not having to take care of yourself. And then right. before you know it, you have a bunch of acne, you're overweight, your skin is greasy, and it's like you just lost all that self-confidence. And then if you're really um if you're an extrovert like I am, and I know a lot of people are extroverts, being inside yeah. is also like a big challenge because yeah. you really can't do a lot outside, yeah. especially if you're an only child, like I technically am. Right. And if your mother or if your parent or guardian is a first responder, it's changed, like it's switched to flip. Like a lot of people will always like, my family's home 24 seven, everything. I can't be alone. But for me, my mom, because she's the only person I live with, because she's a first responder, she went to being home a lot and working just sometimes to like her whole schedule just filled up her always coming to work and her being too tired to even, you know, have fun or right. conversate. So most of course, like for me personally, I know for, like for other people, yeah, it was just me being alone most of the time. Yeah, yeah. like And that also gets in your head. Yeah, like he said, like... Some kids, like some some um young young people, like they like they like before quarantine, they would always like be um around their parents and talk to them and everything. But then since like quarantine started, everyone locked themselves in the room because they they might have COVID or something. So then so then they're um thinking like like who am I gonna talk to now? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. Zoom people, what do you guys think about being in quarantine and being a mental with affecting our mental health? I feel like it's really impacting students because um, I know a lot of students do go through, do have like mental illnesses and it's really hard for people like freshmen who are just like coming into the new environment of being in high school to really socialize with their teachers or their peers. So I feel like those people, it's harder for them to reach out to people to even be able to talk about what they're feeling and what they're going through and how like the pandemic has like affected their high school experience. That's true. Yeah, freshmen. A lot of the freshmen coming in that affected them too. Yeah, yeah, because like they're like um, they're like brand new into the school, and then like they they start virtually. They don't start going to actual school. So then once they go to school, maybe next year, or if they if they're going right now, they don't they can't socialize right now because of the COVID thing still. So then most of the kids are coming from middle school or other states and they're in this new school, they're not socialized and not making friends. So then it's gonna be harder for them to um yeah, stay yeah. in there next year. That's so you get you're making a valid point. Go ahead. I mean I honestly seen some freshmen uh like get into sports, right? Uh girls football. Yeah. And like a whole bunch of like other sports I seen like um a lot of freshmen like participate in like lacrosse. Shout out to Lacrosse. <laughs> yeah. And so like I feel like majority of freshmen, yeah, they're gonna like miss on their experience. But there is like there are the ones that do get out there and actually like make the high school, like the freshman year experience like worth something because I seen a lot of people get along yeah. like with like others with like other freshmen and like meeting up for the first time. It's like because it's like a team thing, it's like a team effort and everybody just having a good time just doing what they're doing and it's like like not the pandemic like ruined their experience right so honestly good on them yeah i mean there are people who are trying to make the best of the situation and then there are people who are having a difficult time you know we we are seeing both sides of the coin um but you know there are people that are suffering from depression and severe anxiety i mean it's a bit tough you guys the social skills are 
not the best. I mean, I see some way some people write. A lot of the students that I've been working with, they write like they text. And I'm like, please fix the way you write because you are writing like you text. And I'm like, you, you guys are not doing a very good job. So, but that's what I'm saying. It's this pandemic has affected y'all in so many different ways. I know it's affected me. Uh, go ahead. Well, I can say like one thing since quarantine started, because I have severe anxiety and before I was like medication for it, but because of COVID and everything closed down, I really didn't have access to those meds anymore. And it was like trying to get used to it. And then like the sudden change and everything. Right. Also, like, you know, it's really like it really triggers you. And then you have to like yeah. learn how to calm down and like get used to that environment. Yeah. And you need to learn to like, and it's hard because like a lot of people who deal with like, severe anxiety, it's hard to get used to things. And it's hard when big changes happen mm-hmm. because then you have to start finding new methods how to calm yourself down and everything, especially when you get to talk to people and you have like that support that's not there anymore yeah so it's like it's mostly just you by yourself trying and trying to handle all of yeah. that basically yeah. and, and you hit a you hit a good point there you hit support during this pandemic support has been lacking you guys are not go ahead Jonathan uh, um yeah since like you hit the topic I was going to say that um so support isn't lacking too because like a lot because of COVID, a lot of the like parents and, and grandpas, a lot of people are dying. Right. Because of this COVID thing. So so that's why lack support is lacking because um most of the time parents are out working now because the um the eco- the economy is going very low. Yeah. So then so then um yeah, the support is lacking because the people are dying. So, um the um the support maybe maybe you would talk to your grandpa before yeah. and now he's dead so then that that makes makes it worse for everyone yeah that's so true the emo- that that support because the people we lost yeah and a lot of people didn't get to have the funerals mm-hmm. which is like really sad that it was very sad that was very very sad I actually was talking about that with somebody my uh one of my neighbors about it the other day about funerals and funerals have changed so much for people because you don't get that closure yeah and i know uh, like um i had a few recent family members die over the year i actually had a lot of them Mm -hmm. die and the one that i got like the most mad about was one of my great uncles and he died right before covid happened so he had to be like put in a freezer oh goodness because they didn't have time to plan a proper funeral for him and at some point they just had to bury him so we yeah. had a memorial but even then i couldn't attend the memorial and that's and you're not getting that closure so um yeah uh zoom people do you have anything you want to chime in on the subject before i continue okay i can um uh, i can say a few things all right nielsen give it to us okay for um what you call it? The quarantine has been um really tough on me because I went from always wanting to go out, hang out, to now I don't want to see anyone. I just want to stay in the house. Yeah. And I often make excuses as to why I don't want to leave and stuff like that. It's hard. It's hard. And that's and, and it's valid. I mean, I think that a lot of us can say that now. I know that like when I get home, I'm like, I just, I can't. A lot of people, um, for a lot of people, they say that quarantine was good. You know, the TikTok video. I'll be on TikTok and um, I, I saw a few videos when people was like, they took, they took quarantine as a way for them to work on themselves and improve in ways that they couldn't when they had real school. I've seen people um do they 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 worked on their bodies and then they showed a before quarantine and an after quarantine image. It was like how oh, I'm so proud of myself and quarantine was a good thing that happened to all of us. Then I've seen other people where um they let themselves go completely and um they went from being um healthy, skinny, like a nice physique to being like overweight, eating too much, and not focusing on their health because. They're not, they don't have to care about their health because no one's seeing them. They don't have to, um, nobody's going to judge them because they're in their house 
And even if they turn, even if they turn on their camera for class, you can't really see them. You know what I mean? Right. So they, just, they just lose themselves, and they don't feel any need to. They don't feel any need to work out or work on themselves. They they think it's pointless, basically. Yeah. No, it's so true. I mean, again, it goes back to like, I mean, you know, I guess it's how we handle the situation. But you know, the quarantine has hit people in so many different ways: emotionally, physically, mentally. I mean, it's taken a toll. And I mean, I don't know what our new normal is going to look like because, I mean, I can't say we're, it's going to go back to normal. We're going to have a new normal. Let's, that's just going to be true. Um, I don't agree with that. <laughs> what? We're going to have a new normal. No, I don't, I don't think so. You think we're just going to go back to? No, I, I don't think it's ever going to go back. It's probably going to change in, um, in a better way or probably a, it's probably going to change, but it's not going to ever go back. Well, that's what I mean. It's going to be a, like a new normal. Oh, okay. okay. You know what I mean? It's not going to be like what it used to be, obviously. But like, but like they also say that um, there might be like another like sickness that's going to come off with COVID and like that's going to be worse. And there's a lot of stuff happening in the world, like a lot of earthquakes and like all this, all this other stuff happening around the earth. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've seen some stuff that it's a lot. It's a lot that we can break down about COVID and, you know, it's just. So then it's not just going to take that effort of the doctors and all and other people. Everyone is going to have to start working and like helping each other out. Yeah, humankind's going to have to step it up. Yeah. So, we're going to have to. It, that's something we yeah i think we all have to sit on as as human beings and how do we step up to that social contract that we all sign into this world um so but i what i want to switch into is stigma what is stigma um so stigma the term stigma refers to any trait or attribute or disorder that causes people to be labeled as unacceptably different than normal people um yeah individuals with mental illness like people with schizophrenia bipolar disorder or depression have a double uh double burden not only do they cope with disabling disorders they also connect contend with people with negative attributes with those disorders now i want you guys to take a moment to think about a person experiencing with mental illness what what kind of image pops into your head Think about it. Okay, so whatever that pops in my head is cotton candy and lava blocks in the bowl. Huh? Okay, so this is weird, right? Because for me, I have bipolar depression. So if you, so if I was like imaging anything, there would be a big bowl, right? It would be filled with cotton candy, and then there will be like little bit of these really hot rocks, right? And you're just constantly going through and hoping that you scoop out cotton candy and hoping don't touch those hot blocks and burn your hand. And that's how I think of it because sometimes it's like, when it, when you have that, you know, that one disorder, like it makes you feel good, but it also makes you feel bad at the same time. Okay. Like you never know what you're gonna get. What you're gonna get, yeah, okay. I kind of get like what she's saying, um, but like, like she was saying like the cotton candy in the bowl and then the, the rocks like burning. And then when current quarantine came and all this COVID stuff, thing, family members dying, then that that puts like more pr pressure on you. So maybe you're you're only trying to dodge the lava rocks in the bowl for right now. Okay. And now you gotta dodge the lava that's coming from above your hand. Okay. All right. I see where you're going. Um, what I was going for, I was um asking you guys, I want you guys to imagine a person with mental illness. What do they look like? What are they wearing? How old are they? What are they doing? Um. <laughs> We're all bracing ourselves. Why? Because sometimes it comes out heavy. Oh. I think for me personally, I imagine a normal person. Okay. Um, any age, to be honest. like. 
you can have a mental illness at any age. Sometimes unsupportive parents, Mm -hmm. or sometimes parents who support you, but they don't know what you're going through. Yeah. So then there's always that little voice in the back of your head that reminds you that, or tries to tell you that you're not happy or something's wrong, but you try to push it away because everyone takes you as the happy person. Someone who always has something to hide, but to anybody else, they seem like a perfectly fine person when they're happy. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Or a little dog. I agree with Blessing. Um, I What I imagine is like what Blessing said, a casual person, face yes. doesn't matter. It's just, just a person. Just a person. Um, Things that I will expect from this person is that one, they hide a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like they'll hide a lot of things from you. And so that like, they don't want you to like get involved or either there's a possibility that they don't trust you. Like there's many possibilities or yeah. why they're hiding things. Also, factors that um, when they're like having like a mental illness or something, they're like just stuck in this one reality that yeah. they can't break out of. They're just lost in thought. Good amount of time they don't know. They're like just they're just stuck in that that one spot and just doesn't don't know how to move forward from that. And that's what I think of when. You think of illness. Yeah. Yeah, you guys made me think of something. What about Zoom people? What do you guys when you guys think about mental illness? I would have to agree with both of them. I feel like when you look at anybody, you can't really determine whether or not they have a mental illness. And I feel like that's where the stigma comes in, that some people to others, when you look at them, you'll be like, oh, this person may have this just because of the way they may appear. And they may be like a perfectly healthy person with nothing, Mm -hmm. just no mental illness. And it could be the person that you sit next to who's always smiling, always happy and like they could have the most problems. You just really don't know because you don't speak to them enough. Yeah, very valid. Because, you know, uh, think about how the media portrays mental illness, right? How does the media usually portray the media or TV? As a trend. As a trend, okay. I think they try to make them out to be people that they're not. Like, they try to give them characteristics that don't actually reflect on who they really are yeah because like like i've been seeing like on um like like me as i said on tiktok right mm-hmm. um i've been seeing a lot of people like following so trends and like yeah and like then like like i was like um like people like they start they stop being themselves like the yeah. person you used to see the person that that you used to um see like they were always like um, maybe they were always dressing this type of way and now they're dressing all black. Like, yeah. It's just, it's just weird. It's weird, say. right? Yeah. yeah. Like sometimes we see them as violent, they're criminal, they're homeless, right? That's not the, like when you're watching a TV show, right? Like sometimes the homeless person is has a mental illness because, you know, because they're homeless. Like, I just repeated myself, <laughs> but um but that's usually like think about how the media like but if the media would normalize it do you think people would start removing that stigma go ahead well from the part of social media that i follow it's more of a trend there's always people like self-diagnosing themselves yeah and then using it as a sign to pity them Mm -hmm. and to make them feel bad about them which yeah you know, which is a really bad thing because there's people with actual illnesses out there. And like sometimes like it's very much viewed as disrespectful when you do that because you're doing it for views and doing it like for follows and stuff. Yeah, because like yeah. there's like people like on there saying like like who's who's happy anymore, like who's who's like doing doing this or doing that anymore. Like I'd be sick I'd be seeing TikTok like who wears this type of clothes or like or like they're like putting tiktoks out there that um everyone knows this type this this person that wears this type of stuff or does this type of stuff so that people are changing themselves to make them seem good to other people and this is yeah. one thing i don't like because i have ocd right right and i don't like when people and they use it like as jokes like yeah i most definitely have ocd like they use it as jokes because you know 
a lot of people think that being like having OCD is just being like a really cleansy person but that's like you know the obsessive part about it mm-hmm. they always forget you know the um, compulsive part because a lot of people with OCD you would never know they have OCD because people never know the full definition like when I ask people right they always give me the same answer it's when you want everything clean everything to be perfect and it's and it's obsessive thoughts. Like, it's obsessive thoughts and they're, like, compulsive things mm-hmm. that, you know, it's really hard to stop doing. And sometimes, like, it gets in the way, like, your regular life. Like, a lot of times, I'm always late leaving out the house because I can't leave the building unless I lock the door three times, check the oven twice, and make sure no one's in the house before I leave. Mm-hmm. And then I always check in my bag and stuff like that. And then you know, I have to, like, sit in patterns before I do stuff. Right. And when I walk, I have to walk twice in one box and one in the other. And, like, all these other things as well. Yeah. So, and people do that with everything. They do it with depression. They do it with, um, by dysphoria. They do it with anxiety. Right. And things like that. And it's very, you know, I see people joke about it who have those disorders because that's how they heal. But when you're just claiming you have this and then using it as a trend to get follows and likes, that's a bad thing because then you're just purposely shouting out, I want to have a mental illness. I want to have trauma. When you have a perfectly, you know, a lot of people should try to realize that, you know, not everything's perfect. We all have our bad days, but you should still enjoy and be grateful for the fact that you don't have those illnesses that you know, have to go through trauma, that you have to go through this and that. Yeah. So do you think you guys think now, because there used to be such a negative standpoint on mental illness, do you think now it's it's becoming more, what's the word I'm looking for? Regular? Not regular. It's more glamorized. More being, what do you guys think? I think people tend to, they honestly see the part where, um, you know, they think of it as if I have a mental illness, people will care more or I can get more attention from it. Or, you know, people will feel bad for me or pity me or give me something like attention I won or anything at all. But I think what people fail to realize is that most people with mental illnesses aren't going to tell people. Yeah. Like you say your child has a mental illness or depression, anxiety, you take her to a therapist. She's not going to talk to them yeah like in all honesty she's not but then you have the media tiktok they make it seem as if it's something that you want to have or something that people just wake up one day like oh i want to be depressed oh i want to have anxiety oh i want to have ptsd it doesn't work like that and i think people need to start viewing it from a person who has a mental illness right because unless we do that then it's gonna be oh it's fine but then they're just they just want attention Mm -hmm. because then you shut down the people who actually have it and are actually seeking help because now it's like everyone just has it because they want attention yeah well um mostly everyone has it now because like the their like family members are dying before like you would be happy you wouldn't you wouldn't see all this all these things happening around the world you would just think about yourself and then once quarantine started you you just started thinking about like what if my uncle has COVID? What if my grandpa has yeah, COVID? Yeah, I see what you mean. What if they die? So then people, that's why that's why people went into mental illness and depression because they um they kept getting bad news and more bad news. Yeah, that's true. I mean that has that's increased depression and anxiety have increased because of that. Zoom, what do you what do you have to say on the topic? I think there's more, it's more of a problem that a lot of people are undiagnosed and they don't actually know that they do have a mental illness. So it's it's like they don't know really how to deal with it because they don't have the resources. They don't have the support. So when they do go on social media and they try to, you know, vent to people because maybe they don't have people in their personal lives to talk about it, people may kind of like misconstrue that and label them as like an attention seeker when they really just want to know like if anyone feels how they're feeling too. Yeah, okay. All right. Nielsen, do you have something? Um, 
I don't I don't really have anything to say here. Okay, that's fine. We can keep going. So I don't know, Blessing, do you have a list of people? Um, yeah. All right, you want, I can see those. So the reality is that all people have, we all suffer some of something. We all suffer. I see. Yeah, I see. It's like I know, I do. So um you know, it doesn't matter your social economic status, your career, gender, race, age. We all suffer from some depression of some sort or mental illness of some sort. So I got a list here. Demi Lovato. We all don't know if anybody saw Demi Lovato's uh, thing or Baba, you know, anybody know about her, but she suffers from mental illness. I'm gonna go through this list real quick to see if some people knew. Does it does this thing say what they suffer from? No. Oh, all right. Well, I'm just gonna go through it real quick. Some things that you guys I mean they say something so like Karen Carpenter. She's oh anorexic. Oh. Um you guys knew Robin Williams, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, okay. Um Vincent Van Gogh, Michelangelo, well Michelangelo. Uh let's see some athletes. I don't know any of these athletes. Okay, that's why I was like, let me just go keep going on that one. Let me see some people. Um, Howard Hughes has depression and OCD. Oh, check that out. Uh, Ray Charles. Cheryl Crow. Well, you guys may not know Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow. Um, what about Debbie Ryan? I don't see her on my list. Oh, well, she suffers from manic depression and body dysphoria. These are more people that people don't really... Um, okay, here's some famous political figures and leaders. Alexander the Great. Mm-hmm. Napoleon Bonaparte. Winston Churchill. Diana, Princess of Wales. If anybody saw the crown, they would see it. Hashtag the crown. Um... Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson. It's like, oh, you got the other part of the list. Yeah. Uh, Abe Lincoln. And Catherine Zeta Jones. So, I mean, these are a lot of different people. So, I want to talk about real quick before we start wrapping this episode up. Um, let's take another look at stigma. Let's, you know, I think we talked about it briefly, but Let's, let's talk about how we talk about mental illness. Uh, and this is about stereotyping and stigma. Can anyone name any slang terms used to describe mental illness? How do you guys describe someone with mental illness? Like describe them to other people? Yeah, like, okay, so someone has a mental illness. What do you? What are some words that you hear that someone describes someone with a mental illness? Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Off a perk. What? Off a perk. I. That's some slang I don't know. (laughs) That's some slang I don't know. But okay. All right. Somebody else say something. Mm, They think they're weird. Weird psycho. They think it's stupid sometimes. Stupid. All right. Like think about it. Now describe someone who has cancer. Dying. Sick. Suffering. Like, Suffering. Feel, just feel pity, pity for them and everything. Pain. Pain. What makes these individuals different when they both have bi- their biological in nature? Why do they have different ways? They're both suffering. Because cancer, you can see it and it kills the body and people. But like some religious people think that mental illness is a fake thing. And because it doesn't show like physically, well, it does show physically, but cancer shows physically more. So they think this is uncontrollable. You can't stop it. Then they're uh, survivors and everything. Yeah. So some type of depression is uncontrollable too because you get a lot of these suicidal people that try to kill themselves and stuff like this. Yeah. Like if you've seen the movie Bird Box, like 
Yes. That was made with Michael Keaton. It was on Netflix. It was on Netflix, but like, oh, remember Boy and Girl? Yes, with uh, Sarah, Sarah Sandra Bullock. Yeah, yeah Sandra Bullock. Yeah, like, like I was saying, it's something you can't see. It's inside your head. Right. It makes, it's like a voice, like um, Justin said that that makes you want to do something or makes you think something. Yeah. yeah. And the also factor is that like some of these like mental illnesses, people another reason why they might not believe it is because the the name of it kind of like it's like is that really a mental illness? Because some of the names that mental illnesses has are kind of weird. Like. For people to like to understand to be like oh yeah. this is i never heard about this so are you like telling the truth that you have this illness or something is yeah. that really an illness so a, a lot of things become questionable for people and then they that's why like sometimes people get the viewpoint of that person being weird and everything yeah uh, yeah it's so true because like think about it if we start normalizing the way we speak to, about them Instead of saying psycho, crazy, um, but instead of saying someone's mentalness is suffering, um, you know, it could really start normalizing someone with mental illness. Yeah, and that's why they don't want to speak out because some people think it's crazy. Some people think it's stupid. And then, yeah. And then that's why people are so afraid of getting cancer because then people bully them because of that because like you um you have to shave your head hair off because it, you're gonna get vulnerable so then people like they let's take it like girls like girls you think a girl would have hair so then people will start bullying her or saying stuff to her because she has cancer yeah and that's why people don't like to um um take up yep oh yeah i this is girl on tiktok right so she has like this disease where um she loses all her hair. So she has to sh- she loses all her hair. So like she's bald now, and then um she she learned she learned how to be confident and accept herself for who she is and stuff like that. And she she always shows it around on TikTok and stuff like that. She helps other people. Then I be people hate on that because they don't want to see a person confident or um, they don't want to see a person proud of themselves or love themselves they always want to put you down and stuff like that and it was like oh you only you're only doing this because of the disease and stuff like that. they be coming for a crazy in the comments and i don't get that yeah it's so true though oh i was gonna add on to what john just said and i was gonna say that um also the thing is that you won't really see a lot of people joke about cancer or really lie about cancer You'll see it, but they'll most definitely get bashed for it. But you won't see it often. But then you'll see someone in the um in the concert. I remember I was like, you know, not minding my own business and then reading people's comments, arguing with each other, out the boredom. And then for every and it was like every time like this one girl mm-hmm. told her something which she was actually right about, the way that she would um respond back, she responded back was like well that's because i have depression like that's because i have anxiety that's because i have ocd that's because i have ptsd that's because i have like naming every mental illness that she can name out there to defend herself so that's also another reason why people don't take it seriously because a lot of people use that as an excuse to be literally jerks yeah and that's really messed up or to say like messed up stuff yeah no it's so true it, it's oh. it's it's very very true i heard this one funny thing though it was a little bit funny it was this old white lady and she like was just blatantly racist towards the black one is black woman right mm-hmm. so she's just saying every slur in the word book just being extremely racist back and forth right. she sees that the black woman is recording and recording everything and then she uses it as oh i have um dementia i didn't know what i was saying yeah not surprised um okay so uh unfortunately well, yeah, i have a i have a story all right nielsen you're gonna so this girl um she was dating this guy it was all on tiktok she was dating this guy and then the guy decided that he wanted to leave her because he was tired of it so the girl she she had a sick plan so she so she pretended like she had cancer so the guy would stay yeah. with her the guy would um so the guy wouldn't leave so every every I don't know when they um when you do the normal checkups when you have cancer for like yeah. uh, 
but like every like she would um he would help her he would pay for her stuff pay for her appointments and then every he would bring he would drop her off to the to the place where she would do her normal checkups and she would just sit there for hours come back out and then go about her day again and this happened for two years she would she would just keep and then he found out about it he was like you're sick in the head why would you ever do that and, and yeah. I was I was I was shocked like how can a person um fake a uh, mental illness you know what I mean? not a mental illness but like a disease like pretend like they have um cancer and stuff like that when when in, in real life other people have cancer and they be su- and they're suffering and it's hard for them but why, why would you do the same but why would you fake something like that not, that's not something to joke about and all our friends were on it they all our friends were on it they were joking about it and stuff like that Mm-mm. they were they were all helping her out so her friends would come come to the appointments Every time, every time they had an appointment, her friends would come with her. They would sit in the. He would he, he would never go inside. He would just wait outside for her. She would stay inside, chat with her friends, and then come back out and act like she had a normal appointment. Appointment when really she was just chatting with her friends and pretending like she had cancer the whole time. Let's see. That's even worse, man. That's even worse. Um, I can't. Um. All right, so unfortunately, we're going to have to wrap up this episode. Um, we were going to do a fact or fiction, but we're, maybe I'll leave that until the very, very end of when we wrap up the whole series of this topic. So I we usually do a last minute thought. Um, but so instead of our last minute thought, um... I'm thinking maybe what is something that you guys found that was a new understanding for you in this conversation that I'm going to leave you guys with. And then you guys uh, will end with that. So if everybody thinks about something that you found is a new understanding and or a common ground that we found in this topic. Uh, a new understanding that I found is since I'm not in like social media platforms and all, I found that like I just learned about how how much of like social media people tries to fake the fact that they have a mental illness or disease. That's yeah. what I just learned today because I was yeah. not aware of that or anything. And yeah, that's really awful to find that out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Jonathan, was there anything that you found or meaningful or valuable or something that you found a new understanding of? Uh, can I go? Oh, I would like to. Uh, uh, we can. I can go. You know, so you can go. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Jonathan. No, no, it's okay. Jonathan needs new a one, something. Um, like a new understanding that I've learned is that people, people with like with the use of social media, people like to fake a lot of things. They want to pretend like they have stuff that they don't have. They want to. They want to front all for the camera. Stuff like that, but when they really don't have it like that, and then they be really make they be mocking other people for not having what they have when really they're just fakes themselves. Stuff like that, they want to create this fake facade on um on Instagram, Twitter, and all all of those other social medias when they're not true to themselves. They they can't really post who they their real selves, so they have to create a fake image to show everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anybody else want to share something that they've learned? Um. Like I never. Oh. Uh, go ahead, Monica. Oh. Okay. Well, I already knew this, but I feel like it's really important to like emphasize how people shouldn't be lying about mental illnesses and how severe it actually is, and how we shouldn't just judge people based off of you know any mental illnesses they have because. Nine times out of 10, I feel like they already know. They already know how people feel about them. And like, they just don't need more people kind of putting an image on them that they just don't deserve. Yeah, valid. Image is everything. Oh, go ahead, Jonathan. So like, I, talking about this like, topic, uh, stuff like this, like, yeah. I think in my head that I never would have said, like, stuff that I probably would never said to myself like, to yeah. someone else, like, talking about them. Stuff just come, 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 came to my head that I like, never paid attention to. Yeah. Awesome. Isaiah, anything that you feel like you kind of explored or 
found valuable? Uh, no, not really, because I already had it. Like they have a sense of everything. Uh, okay, <laughs> whatever. It doesn't matter in this house to brag or anything. Oh, but, uh, fine. But um, I do want to say, well, at least say like a final thought. Okay, you can say a final thought. Yeah, I'm gonna say a final thought. Um, that everybody, um, just make sure to always like, uh, just do your best because people who are struggling with illness, you know, even the ones that are listening right now to this podcast, just know, like, you probably hear this a lot and, you know, a lot of people probably tell you this already, but it's not, with due time, it's not going to be like that forever. And things really do change. And I know this from a personal experience that I'm not going to get into, but um, <laughs> yeah, uh, just things do change. Just always stay strong and stay resilient because you're you by the end of the day and nobody else can change it. I should maybe right. had you end because <laughs> that was good. Dang, I wonder who helps you with that. But anyway. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> um, my final thought of the day is that positive reinforcement always helps because if you stay in the same place while having a negative thoughts, you let your negative thoughts win. So if you really need a break, try to push yourself to your limits because at first it'll be scary, but you won't regret it afterwards, I promise you. Growth is the best growth. I like it. I like it. Um, for no, me, growth is the best growth. Oh my God. Can't. I'm done. Um, for me, I think what I've learned is, you know, especially with stigma, I've learned. Well, I I'm always amazed how mature you guys are and the way you guys handle these situations and your perception on things. But for me, you know, it's just funny how the way we handle conversations and you know the way we describe things. And I think we have to learn as society as we have to learn to normalize more. Um, you know, because people with mental illness are really, they're, they're struggling and they are sick and they are suffering just the same as somebody with cancer. I mean, they're obviously not dying, but you know, we have to treat them with the same respect. So, um, this wraps up part one of mental health awareness month. Um, you can catch us on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, Podbeam. I don't know why like this is struggle. I say the same thing every week, but uh, you can catch this on on majority of Apple, not Apple, um, podcast apps. And I just threw my I believe in you. <laughs> a highlighter around, and uh, we'll be in your ears again next week. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.